Everybody loves court storming, right? It's so exciting for fans to rush the court. But what happens when players get injured? And now the fallout of Duke and Wake and Kyle Filipowski, we've got to unpack it all. And how does it relate to our own lives as followers of Jesus? Let's unpack it. This is the Unpacking It podcast, where we relate big sports stories to life and biblical truth. Our mission is to challenge, encourage, and inspire you to follow Jesus and become more like him with sports conversations that truly matter. That's what I'm talking about! Coming to you from Charlotte, North Carolina. Hey, I just want to thank you guys one last time for being here. It's the best day ever. Here is the president of Unpacking It Ministries, Bryce Johnson. Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast, where we unpack parallels, metaphors, and topics in sports that relate to life and faith. I'm Bryce Johnson, joined today by guest co-host Matt Vanderbilt. You will meet him in just a moment. Of course, last week, it was Luke Heaton's last show, and so uh, we miss him. And, And so for the foreseeable future, we are going to be rotating co-hosts on this show and and so excited about uh where this show is heading and some new opportunities that are are being presented uh just got back from from nashville uh had a wonderful week there at the nrb convention and and some really cool possibilities and opportunities uh are, are right around the corner and so we're trusting god's leading and guiding and so i will keep you posted on that but today's episode It's all about unpacking the Wake Forest fans storming the court, a Duke player getting hurt, and how we aren't meant to remain in the crowd as followers of Jesus. And so there's a lot there. We'll we'll take a a big picture look at court storming and where we stand on that. And I want to bring up a topic that I don't think anybody's talking about in regards to court storming. And so thank you for all of you that are listening to the podcast on Spotify or or Apple, and, and those of you that, that watch on social media, uh, on YouTube, uh, glad to have you. Make sure you subscribe, like, rate, review, share. We appreciate all of that. You can always get in touch with me, Bryce, at unpackingit.com. Our website is unpackingit.com. And if you haven't subscribed to our, our devotional that goes out Monday, Wednesday, Friday into your email, make sure you subscribe for free on unpackingit.com. Com. All right, I'm excited because today I have a guest co-host in studio. His name is Matt Vanderbilt. He's the lead pastor of Vision Church in Gastonia, North Carolina, just outside of Charlotte. He's originally from Michigan, and so he's a lifelong fan of the Wolverines, but he's lived in North Carolina for over 25 years. He's a good friend of mine. Matt, welcome to the Unpacking the Podcast. Well, thanks, Bryce. It is a great honor and pleasure to be here. Uh, I love sports. I love the passion of it, the teamwork, the life lessons we get from it, the way we watch people perform under pressure. And as you mentioned, I I am a lifelong fan of the Wolverines. And so I love that uh, I get this chance to come in and represent the maize and blue just uh, a little little time after winning a national championship. But the reality is, as much as I love sports, I also I love Jesus even more. I love talking about Jesus and certainly how he impacts our lives. So uh, thank you for making sports and faith collide in your ministry. I love this thing. Man, well, well glad to have you here. And and of course, I've got my App State football uh, oh, 
man. just just to the, the just to the left here. So uh, so we're all set. So we got we got both teams represented, and I will I will mention App in just a little bit uh, as we as we dive into this topic. And so I think first off, I just want to have a conversation about court storming, and then we'll get into the specifics of what happened at at Wake Forest, and and then how that that parallels our own lives. But but for me, the the memories of of storming. I've, so I've never had the opportunity to storm a court, but I have stormed the football field, and that happened while I was at App. It was a home game, and and so we had a, a big big win. Uh-huh. And I was a freshman, uh-huh. and it was a really exciting. You know, we, we, the win meant we were going to the national championship. Wow. But I remember wow. how crazy it was, and I remember how. Uh, People were tearing down the goalpost. Yeah. We took the goalpost all over town. <laughs> and, you know, you don't care about destruction. You don't care who's getting hurt. Yes. You're just celebrating, yes. and, and it's nuts. So that's my perspective as a, as a student. But here's my, my big take on all of this. When it comes to just court storming, court or field storming mm-hmm. in, in general, yeah. I think that happens too often. And what you're indicating is we're surprised that we won. Right. And right. so I'm more concerned, not so much. I mean, I'm concerned about the safety, of course, but I'm concerned that a team like Wake Forest, come on, man, you guys got to raise the bar, expect no, the standards. You got to expect, to you got to yes. expect to beat somebody yes. in your conference. Are yes. you kidding me? Yes. And so let, let me at least hear your uh, experience with, yeah. with court storming and your overall yeah. perspective. You know, I've been thinking about this for a couple of days now, and I, I've never stormed a court myself, but I've been watching sports for decades. And certainly what we've seen lately with Filipowski, uh, certainly with Caitlin Clark, oh, my goodness, that clip of her being basically run over by a fan who wasn't even – didn't even see her. And uh, it's interesting. I think um, as we've thought about this more the last couple of years, I wonder if it really ties into – this entitlement of people to be able to express themselves however mm. they want, whenever they want, Ooh. it's their right. Ooh. And I'm thinking, okay, well, let's, let's just say Caitlin Clark, who to me is the most valuable asset in college basketball this year. I mean, and, and I'm not even typically a, a big women's basketball fan, but to see what she's done and what she means for the sport and that somebody felt like they were owed the right to storm on a court, crash in her, and she could have been done for the year. She could have missed out on a legacy record that she broke in terms of scoring because somebody felt like they had the right to storm the court and do that. And, and I spent a lot of time thinking about this. That, man, do you, do you keep the passion of the game in there and say, well, let's let's storm it, let's set a clock. They could stop, you know, they come in a minute after the game or they can put police around it. But really, is the bottom line, do, do people have the rights to trespass? I mean, I know it almost sounds severe, but uh, you know, they're not allowed in the locker rooms. They're not allowed in the court during the game or on the field during the game. So how about right after the game, you're suddenly allowed to go and do that, allowed to maybe climb up on a basket, allowed to tear down goalposts? I mean, uh, I don't know. What, what are your thoughts on this? So, so yeah, the concept that we fans are here, players and coaches yeah. and every, you know, refs, and they're, yeah. they're here. That separation is pretty important. It is important. Right? And so yes. all of a sudden after the game, it's like we throw all of that out we the do. window. Yes. And and it is very dangerous. And and so I come at this with a couple different perspectives, and I think you can have multiple perspectives on this. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, I share the story about App because as a student, man, I would have been bummed to not have that experience. Right. Right. It, was ex- it was more of a celebration. It was excitement. It wasn't an upset. That we were the home team, and so we were a game away from the national championship, so we expected to win and all that. 
And so I understand the joy and the happiness when your team wins, when you're a student at a, at, you know, basketball, football, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. And you're, you want to just be a part of it and, and celebrate. And your reaction is let's go, let's yes, go celebrate. We got to go it's fun. We got to go see the players and, and all that kind of thing. But my other point is, all right, we, we can't just do this every night. And it, it, especially if it's two ranked teams, Oh, of course, that's embarrassing. Oh for my the, gosh, you're celebrating that? It wears me out. And, and expect to beat them. And also in conference games, and, yeah. and we're talking regular season games, right. so it's overdone. Right. So that's my yeah. bigger concern is that it, it happens too often. It, it it takes away sort of the uh, yeah, the, the value, the mystique of diluting it. It's definitely diluting it. That's yes. a good word. Yes. So so I don't like that. And so then when it comes to okay, a lot of people are speaking out against this and saying hey, we got to ban it and all that. I'm not sure that I want to jump all the way to, to that conclusion uh, again, because you get to be a student one time, you may get that one court storm mm -hmm. while you're there mm -hmm. for four years, right. cherish that one. Yes. But these, these schools, like they've got to be a little bit more uh, aware. And so right. wake right. appeared pretty clueless in, in that. They certainly did. <laughs> They did. That situation. Yes. And when I, I want to ask you this. You know, it's been said how it's just in the in college. It's not in the pros. Well, the memory I flipped back to, uh, and I actually researched it this morning to confirm it, was in the pros back when my, my Pistons. There you go. In the finals. Their first time back in 88. And I don't know if you got any uh, middle-aged listeners that can relate back to 88. But in 88, the Pistons had lost game six on the road to L.A. by a point. Mm. We we're a point. We we're that close to win our first championship. So comes to game seven, comes down to the last minute against the Lakers, which by it's an interesting uh, fact that may knows this. The, the finals MVP that year was James Worthy from Gastonia. Oh, there you he go. He won finals MVP. Game seven, Pistons are, are wrestling to come back. They're down by four. Lakers hit a three. I mean, uh, we hit a three to cut it to one. And then they throw it long to AC Green. He makes a layup with two seconds left. Now, you could feel the tension in the place rising. Of course, it's game seven, the NBA finals. The crowd has already been on their feet, pushing the lines. And literally, I watched it back this morning. Some of them were standing over the lines, like the court already. You, you mentioned the pressure of people, loudness. Two seconds left. The ball goes through the basket. Macy Green makes the basket. Pistons down three with a chance to tie it. They go to inbound it. There's already people coming in on the court, pressing in on them, literally affecting the game. They go down, they miss a shot. It's just like chaos in the forum that night. And I look back and like, wait a second. Did they even have a right to be impacting <laughs> the, the game seven of the finals, let alone, you know, hurting a player, Filipowski, Clark? I don't know. It's, I've, I've got such mixed emotions about it that I love the passion of sports, but I also, it can't get out of control and it can't be diluted. So, so where do you land with that? Yeah, I think it's reevaluating the, the the parameters and 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 putting some safeguards in, in place. And so, the, the the dramatic conversations that have led to, well, you take away the win for the team, uh, the home team. Ah, that seems I, a little. I can't go there. That's extreme. I can't go there. Um, the fines. The fines. fines. Fans don't, don't care. care. They, don't care. they don't care at all about that. Are you kidding right, me? Right. So that's not that's not going to work. Yeah. Um. You know, having more security. That seems reasonable, but you still have fifteen thousand fans of or more. Yes. You're not going to stop them. Right. 
Uh, there's still the, the crazy crowd is really difficult to to control. Yes, especially when now all of a sudden you the the, the level of excitement. It's a game winner. Yes. It's a huge upset. Yes. something like that. Um, so yeah, the, the other ideas that I did I was reading about just different mm-hmm. possibilities. What if the players go into the crowd? Right, like uh, I think Kansas State just did that. Kansas State, I think yep. I think that I think and, that's right. Uh, I said, hey, cool. They go up in the, in the stands. They're celebrating with the fans, and that seems. Very natural, very natural, very enjoyable. Like, I would enjoy it as a fan. That's right. So do you tell them about that ahead of time? Like how, how do you do that? How do you cast a vision for that? I, I know. And that's part of the – in the moment when uh, you the crowd rushes the floor. Like, that's that's what's fun, and that is that is what, what is uncontrollable. Yes. But those are the best ones where it's so unexpected. But Wake Forest was actually the betting favorite in the game. It was not even an upset. No, really, no, not according oh, to the. So you wouldn't to the, have predicted that would have happened. Huh? That's that, so you'd think they would have been ready for that. Um, and then I guess the other the other idea is uh, let's see, uh, yeah, if you make the home team forfeit the game, um, I guess one way at least can you protect the visiting team if you feel like that's the, the or the, the delay motion, or the delay. Yeah, so that's you feel like, okay. One. If there's only like twelve police officers, can they? be all around the Duke bench. Let's take that game and say, okay, they're around the Duke bench. So at least they make a, a a shell around the Duke players and get them out. And at least it protects Filipowski, Caitlin Clark. Cause I think that was at Ohio state. I think that's that right. Happened. And at least you put a bubble around them. So that hopefully fans are respecting the home team more. I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But the, the other concern though, is fans hurting other fans. That's, that's true. Cause that's, that's, that's true. Cause they get out of control, but, but that's sort of the risk you take. It's, that is the risk. You got that court, you're putting yourself at risk. So I don't even know if you can. You can't protect. I don't. I, that's not the responsibility necessarily. But I really like your point at the beginning. I hadn't thought of it in that in that way. That we have this entitlement, and and part of it too is that we're closer to so because of social media, we feel close to athletes. We yes. have more access. We watch yes. all these shows on you know Netflix or documentaries or whatever it is where players are revealing them themselves and who they are, and they want us to know them. And so yeah, we're gonna go down and, and see them. Now in college, you actually go to class with these guys, right? So, so right. you actually do know them to a certain extent, and so you feel like, oh, I want to go see my buddy and go congratulate right. them. Right. Now, it's not all of them, not all fifteen thousand know all these guys, right. but but that's part of it too. So, so let me let me toss this your way then. Let's say uh, let's say you're Kyle Filipowski's dad, you're at the game at Wake, and people have been blistering your son all game long, which they have a right, you know, sports hate whatever, like that's fine as long as to me as long as it doesn't get, you know, personal or whatever. But they're like, you know, Kyle, you stink, Kyle, you should fall down, break your leg, you should whatever. <laughs> and the game ends, and instantly now these college-age, mostly you know, male athletes, maybe drinking, I don't know. But either way, now they're rushing the court where your son is. For 40 minutes, they've been yelling at him. Now they're in his space. Oof. How do you feel as a dad? You say they should absolutely not have that freedom to be in my son's space. At least there have been the borders around it for 40 minutes, but now, that's right. Now you're all up there, space. all up in there. That's it. That's it. So let, let's, let's lean into kind of the, this specific situation with the, the wake and Duke game. And, and, and we'll parallel this to our, to our own lives as, as yeah. followers of Jesus, because I'm watching the end of this. And so admittedly I'm a Duke fan. And so I'm bummed about the loss and all that. So that's a separate thing, but Duke, it's all about the tournament. So it would have been fun to win the ACC regular season. That's out of the question probably at this point. Right. So now it's all about, all right, get hot for the ACC tournament, uh-huh. go, win the, go win the whole thing. That's all fine. But now if Kyle Filipowski's hurt, uh-huh. that, that changes what things a, change. a little bit. Yes. But, but here, here's what I saw in, in this, is that 
for one, they came in when there was still time on the clock. Uh-huh. But that's a, that's another topic. Unacceptable. But uh, but all of a sudden, he's the only Duke player in this crowd mm. of of mm. Wake fans. That's scary. He's consumed by these fans. Mm-hmm. He is stuck in the crowd. And and of course you could criticize him. He was bumping, bumping and pushing and, and he's trying to get out, right? He's trying to get out, you know, yeah. and, and, and all that. But he gets tied up in the crowd and ends up hurting his knee. Mm-hmm. And and then, you know, here come his teammates and, and coaches to to try to carry him out yeah. of the crowd. Yeah. And and so for me though, in thinking about him getting swallowed up in in the sea of people. There was this, uh, the, the questioning of, of him is, why didn't he get out of there quicker? Why didn't he have a better plan? Why didn't Coach Shire have a better plan for his players? Hey, guys, if we miss this last, well, you don't even want to say that. You don't want to right. say, you, hey, if we miss right, this. Right. But guys, make sure either way, we got to get out of here and, and be aware of that. And so the delay, the hesitation from Filipowski walking slowly, I saw Mike Greenberg, he, he made a big, yeah. Did you see this? He was, uh, anybody that's criticizing Filipowski, you're a moron. All right, that's fine. But even as a Duke fan, it's like, hey, Kyle, you got to get out of there, man. There. You got to yes, go. Gotta no go. delay. Gotta go. It's not his fault, but you still yeah. have to be aware and alert you have to, be. to get out. Yes. So that that's you know, another one of the the lessons yes. as we think about you know this this crowd coming in. They're not worried about the players getting hurt. They're trying to take them down. They're trying. They're, they're just, their motivation is, Hey, we want to go celebrate. Uh And so here's Kyle Filipowski in the center of all these wake fans cheering all around him. And so he's not where he belongs. He is. He's in the middle of, of them celebrating something that he does not want to, to, to be, to be be a part of. And so as, as we think about this scene uh, of Filipowski being stuck in the crowd getting hurt because he's still in it for us as followers of Jesus, we're not meant to remain in the crowd because when we do, we can easily get hurt and and taken down by the crowd. Mm -hmm. And, and the other phrasing in this too is, is the world, the the world around us, the Mm -hmm. the evil world around us, right? right? Because that world hates us. Yes. They want to swallow us up. They want uh-huh. to toss us around. Uh-huh. So those Wake fans, we know they hate Filipowski. We know yes, they hate they hate Duke players. Stay away. So you so you so you gotta you gotta get out. Because I don't know about you, Bryce, but me, it seems like many times in my life when I've ended up doing something I regretted, it's like I got swept in swept up into something that I normally wouldn't do if I was in my clear state of mind. I mean, think about when you're a kid. Hey, man, let's uh, let's throw rocks at cars. <laughs> Stand by yourself. You're not gonna do that. Two, three buddies start doing it. Yeah, let's start rocks at cars. Next thing you know, you smash a windshield, cars coming over, cops coming up, we play all the way out. You're like, how'd this happen, Matthew? That's my mom speaking. They're like, well, mom, the guys were doing it, and I just got swept up in it. And she's like, that's no excuse. Can you not think for yourself on that moment? You couldn't. Just like those weight guys pouring down there, Filipowski not getting out of there. Man, you got to keep be, oh, Peter says, be clear-minded and self-controlled so you can pray. Man, in those moments, you're not clear-minded. You're not self-controlled, so you certainly can't be praying or in a prayer state of mind. And I know one of the verses uh, you'd mentioned in Romans 12 about not conforming to the pattern of this world, but being transformed. You know, I, I visualize literally going against the flow. Conforming is with the flow, against the flow. So you're like, hey, I, I'm not going to get swept up into something that I don't want to be doing. Uh, what, what's your take on that? 
No, exactly. I think that yeah, the, the the phrasing of of being consumed and 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 sucked in and and all that kind of thing. That's that's what the world is trying to right. do. That's what the crowd right. is trying to do. Yes. And and so as followers of Jesus, our life is going to look different. We're 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 and and there's a a part of this parallel where you want to stand firm if if you're in the crowd, right? You want to stand out. You want to stand firm. But the the other side of it is we oftentimes just need to get out of the crowd. We need to get out of, of the world. Yes. We want to continue to, to witness, mm-hmm, to be yeah, a light, to be an example, to definitely. be, you know, to be in the world to a certain extent, but, but not of the world, not, not a part of what they're doing. And again, with this parallel, Wake Forest is celebrating something that Filipowski does not want to be a yes, part of. Yes. He's got to get out. get out of there. And so for us, the, the world is celebrating all sorts of things that go against God's word and who we are in Christ. And so we got to get out of that. We we can't be sucked into that kind of celebration. And and so we've got to you know get to get to safety. And and sometimes people need to carry us out, or we need to help carry carries others out. out. Yes, right. Definitely. And so ultimately, Jesus is the one that that carries us out. And so um, let's look at the, the this verse, uh, John fifteen mm-hmm. eighteen mm-hmm. and nineteen. This yeah. is Jesus speaking. If the world hates you, remember that it hated me first. The world would love you as one of its own if you belong to it, but you are no longer part of the world. I chose you to come out of the world so it hates you. And, and so, man, that parallels this, this story uh, with, with Filipowski for sure. It does. But, I mean, as Christians, we have to, to choose what we're going to stand on, which ultimately our choice is God's word, and say that this is what we're standing on, and the world's going to push back against that, which really almost even back to the, that original point I made about what people feel entitled to do these days, they say, hey, Man, you got a right to drink what you want, sleep where you want, take what you want, steal what you want. And we have to step back and say, no, that's that's not God's value system. Mm. Because honestly, even as Christians, we we can get get that pull, that drift of, well, well, then just slide a little bit. Just mm. kind of slide a little bit. Let let your your values just slip a little bit. And God's saying, man, get get out of that crowd, minister to that crowd, be light in that crowd. But man, make sure you're hanging out with other people that are like-minded values of, of Christians so you don't get pulled into that. And man. Even just that picture of of Filipowski in that crowd, and you're thinking, man, if that's me in the middle of a crowd, pull me somewhere else. I want none of that, mm. none of that at all. So, yeah. so let me toss the idea your way then, because Jay Billis, he says he thinks then they should just just cut it out. Say, okay, you get on the court, you're getting a citation, you're getting arrested. In my mind, I was like, okay, well, if you went that far, could, could you be expelled from school? Mm. Like literally, if you said, okay, at the under four timeout, hey guys. We know you're thinking about uh, court storming, but just to let you know, the new NCA regulations or ACC regulations that anybody on the court after the game is, is possible to be uh, get a citation, arrested, or expelled from school. Stay off the court. Harsh, harsh. But it, you know, would Mister Filipowski say, Mister you know, Clark, where they say, "Man, I want to protect my kids." Would the coaches say, "I want to protect my kids," and he say, "Oh." You're not entitled to, to court storming anymore. It was a nice thing back in the day. It's not there anymore because it's gotten out of hand. I don't know. I'm I'm not sure where I land on it. But as a Christian, then if I say, okay, well, I'm definitely going to set up these boundaries and say, mm. I'm not going there. Mm. Somebody may say it's too harsh. Well, for me, going into the bar, I'm not even going to go there because if I go there and then get pulled into the drift of drinking and then mm. this happens, I'm just going to set the borders up so – Disagree or not with Jay Billis, it's a it's a position to consider. What what, what do you think? I, I like I like that parallel. I think that 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 fits in well with this conversation. I was actually just 
uh, listening to a book this morning talking about the rules of our life. How, what, what's are we following the kind of the rules of the world, or are we setting up boundaries and, and rules yeah. for for our for our own lives as we follow Jesus? And so, uh, yeah, I mean, when when we follow Jesus, He doesn't want us to get caught up in the world anymore and stuck in the crowd. Philipowski was stuck in there and getting you know hurt, right? So when we when we remain in the crowd and and thinking like the world and and you know letting go or just kind of well, man we're swallowed up in it right right and it, it it leads to to more pain and so we have to consider today okay what is my perspective is it an eternal perspective is it a biblical worldview or or am i i'm just part of the crowd part of the world and kind of just flowing getting tossed back and forth because mm -hmm. that was the other kind of image in this too Philipowski is getting tossed around to and fro yeah. and so yeah. Is that who we are, you know, in, in, in life? And so, yeah, to your point about the, the, the boundaries, are, are we preparing and thinking through as well, getting out of those situations right. and not responding in certain ways? And, and so that was the, the, my, my big struggle with, with Filipowski. It's like, man, you got to get out of there quickly. Right. And so right. for us, if we know that we're going to enter into a situation where the temptation is going to be stronger, the pressure of the crowd, the pressure of, you know, whether it's friends or, or, you know, the, the world influence. And it's like, man, if I'm in this, if I'm working for this company or if I'm hanging with these guys or going back to, to my hometown, whatever it is, we got to be aware. Uh oh, the crowd's going to suck me in. So I got to avoid it. I got to get out quickly. Yes. Um, the crowd's starting to come in and starting to come in and starting. I got to go. I got to go. Right. Um, and so there's a, a cool, a couple of cool verses, Proverbs four, 25 through 27. Look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you. Mark out a straight path for your feet. Stay on the safe path. Yes. Don't get sidetracked. Keep your feet from following evil. Love it. Because when we follow the crowd, we're following evil. Yes. The, the, the crowd, the world, they're heading, and we talked a couple weeks ago, the, the, the path of destruction. The narrow road is the narrow road of following Jesus. The, 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 the right path. It's a narrow path. Because not everybody's doing it. Everybody else is in the wide gate. Um, and so are we following evil or are we following Jesus? That's that's the question. And Bryce, it came to my mind as you were saying that the importance of choosing your teammates wisely, because I imagine the Duke guys were like, Kyle, we got to get out of here. We got to get out of here. And he drifts in there. So imagine, I know this might be stretching, but what if he was on a team, a team full of guys who were fighters and they were like, hey, here comes the crowd. Well, man, let's fight them. Come on, Kyle. Let's let's take them on. I mean, how idiotic would that be to be surrounded by eleven other guys who are like, well, let's take them on. And I mean, you need to surround yourself with teammates to say, Kyle, we got to get out of here. We got to find that narrow path. We got to get back to the locker room and get out of here. Literally grabbing his arms, helping him make that choice instead of pushing him into that crowd. Man, the teammates we choose, uh, it, it totally changes the trajectory of our our journey. No question about it. And and yeah, we're talking about that on Sunday at, at church. You know. Who are, who are the, yeah, five people in your five. life, five yes, people, five, that's it. That's good stuff. Wow. Um, and, and so, uh, you know, the other part of this is not lingering, right? right. Because sometimes we'll delay, yes. we'll delay. It's like, no, nah, I'm fine. And Filipowski was sort of bummed about the loss and he's kind of, my, my wife was trying to defend him for his slowness. And I'm thinking, no, no, you got to get <laughs> out of there. Out he's of like, there. she's like, no, he was bummed about the loss. He was just trying to process it all. And it's like, no. You got to anticipate it and you can't linger. And too often we allow ourselves to linger with the crowd, 
kind of uh, let me smelling trouble, sensing uh, trouble. I'll stay a little bit longer. I'll stay a little bit longer. Wow. One more drink. One more drink. And, and, and so you got to You got to run. You got to go. Um, so that's the other the other encouragement uh, for this. And 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 then again, Filipowski has no business being in the middle of the Wake Forest crowd, oh, yeah. getting tied up with them. And, and there are many situations in life where we have no business as followers of Jesus being tied up in it, it tied up in that situation, tied up with the crowd, um, you know, linking ourselves up in, in, in one way or another. Definitely. We've got to be set apart. We've got to live holy lives. And, and so in going back, going back to the verse, uh, you know, earlier where Jesus says, uh, I chose you to come out of the world. Um, and so we have to, we have to remember that as well. Um, a couple other verses to share as we as we wrap things up today. Uh, Proverbs twenty seven twelve. Uh, this is the Amplified. A prudent man sees evil and hides himself and avoids it, but the naive who are easily misled continue on and are punished by suffering the consequences uh, of sin. And and then also you know just knowing that that we always have a way out. And so mm-hmm. in First Corinthians ten thirteen, no temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful. And he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability, but with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape Isn't that, great? that you may be able oh, to man. endure it. Yes. Um, and then just, this is a, a hopeful verse to, to leave yeah. us to yeah. Psalm 32, seven talking about God. You are my hiding place. You Lord protect me from trouble. You surround me with songs and shouts of deliverance. Oh, that's good stuff. So let, let, let's rest in him and, and yeah. you know, find our, our safety in him, not in the crowd. It's dangerous in the crowd. We're going to get hurt in the crowd. Right. We want to continue to follow the world, follow the, you know, the patterns of, of this world. And we're going to continue to get hurt and hurt and banged up and, 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 and miss out on opportunities. You know, Filipowski is going to miss out. We're, we're blaming Filipowski with this parallel. But, <laughs> but he, you know, I might miss out on this game Wednesday or, sure, or, or sure. more. We'll see. Yep. But he got caught in the crowd. And so we end up missing on, on the, the blessings and the fruit when, when we're continuing to, to, to remain stuck in the crowd. We got to get out. We got to get out. So Jesus gets us out. Then we got to kind of stay out. Don't go running back in the crowd, right? right? Absolutely. You don't want to go running yes. back. Yes. That's, that's the other thing. And so uh, let's, let's allow Jesus to, to carry us out of the crowd, to surround ourselves with the, the right people, the teammates that also help carry us out. And, and let's look for those, those teammates, too, that we need to carry out, that are stuck in the crowd. They're stuck in the patterns of this world. And, and so uh, that, that's the other uh, encouragement today. So, Matt, I'll give you kind of a final, final word as we, uh, we wrap up your debut here on uh, the Unpacking the Podcast. And that's why, like I led with, I love sports so much because there's so many life lessons in them. And when you watch games and see how people react under pressure, how they react to situations that go their way or don't, and we can just pull that into our spiritual life and say, man, I don't, I don't want to go down that path. I don't want to have those regrets. So let's let's think ahead. Let's pick pick wise teammates. Let's think about that narrow path. And man, let's let's strive for victory and have this thing marked out. And um, but it's not it's not necessarily clear cut. Just like in this situation, it's not clear cut. So you got to make some decisions and make some choices and stand on them and surround yourself with good people. So uh, uh, excellent topic today, Bryce. Well, I appreciate you being here. That was a ton of fun and uh, it flies by, but, uh, but fun having you in studio here as well. Nice so we, uh, we, we miss Luke, but, but wish him, him the best. And, uh, and so, yeah, the, the, the final encouragement today, let's choose to follow Jesus, yes. leave the chaos of the crowd behind. Leave that behind. Let, let, let's not get That's sucked up in, into the crowd and consumed by the crowd. And um, 
let's look for that that way out as as Jesus leads us on that on that right path. And so uh, the world the, the world does hate us as followers of Jesus. And so let, let let's not let them win. Right. Let's not let them celebrate all around us and uh, we get sucked into that. Now let, let, let's find our let's find our way out. And uh, man, that's uh, it's a challenge though because it, it it truly is because whew, it's coming in on every side every side all for all 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 around that crowd Pushing is coming in. in to get us to take us down but the good news is who's got it better than us ah, nobody there you go as christians man nobody's got it better than us all right all right well enough of the michigan the michigan <laughs> love here well again the app state football is right next to you to keep you humble am, keep brother, you keep I you am. humble yes, that's indeed that's it well for matt i'm bryce thank you so much for listening today I'm a sports fan who follows Jesus. I believe in the good news that he died on the cross for my sin. He was resurrected. And through faith, I've been saved by his grace. I hope that is true for you as well. And I hope you'll join me as we live life as sports fans who follow Jesus together. Have a great rest of your day. Let's save the court storming for big moments, special moments. Not a conference win, right? Come on. But enjoy it. Enjoy it. If you, if you still get the chance, it's still fun. If you're a student and you get to, to rush the floor or the or the field, soak it in. Because now, I don't know, maybe they, they're not, they might not let this forever. They might not be able to do this for, for too much longer. So anyway, have a great, great one. We'll talk to you next time right here on the Unpacking It podcast.